Welcome to Mr. Bait and Switch. Ghost stories to keep you and your organization alive. Each of these stories is written to reflect on life-giving insights, but you have to figure out what the insight is that will keep you alive. For more information and reflection and discussion questions, go to spacepainter.com. And now, let's get to our next story. Hot Seat, written by J. Thomas Sparrow and read by Geraldine Hoxie Sparrow. Jack Johnson strolled into his new office. It was a corner office. The recent past was a blur for him, but now, after the accident, he had been promoted to the job he deserved. He ran his hand through his short gray hair and looked around at the high ceilings, the beautiful large windows, the mahogany desk, and a high-back leather chair. Somehow, he had made it. He remembered feeling like his life was falling apart. Everything seemed to be catching up to him, like that long string of unanswered emails, the never-returned phone calls, his fits of rage, and his supposed lack of regard for other people's feelings. Then, there was also a memory of driving to an appointment and hitting a patch of ice, losing control of his car, and hitting a pillar in the overpass. Now he had a new job and a corner office. It was funny how life had a way of correcting itself. His secretary was named Pele. Standing next to her desk, Jack asked her, what kind of name is that? It's one my parents like, she said. No, I mean, what ethnic background is it? Oh, I know what you mean. Well, what is it? It's just what you think. I didn't say what I think. Good. Then everything is settled. Pele began to work on some papers scattered on her desk. Jack went back to his cushy office. He wasn't going to let that woman get on his nerves. He checked the phone and had two voice messages. The first one was a request for help and advice. Jack said out loud, it will be a cold day in hell before I help her out. The second call was a request for him to attend a meeting next week. He thought, don't they know I have a secretary? I am not going to waste my time answering that call. His phone vibrated. A text from Ralph Green read, please call me. Jack thought that Ralph hadn't heard the news about his promotion. Ralph was once his boss, but he couldn't order him around anymore. If Ralph wanted to talk, he would have to be the one to make the call. Jack pounded a fist on his desk. Why doesn't Ralph just leave me alone? There were 23 emails that Jack opened. Everyone wanted something, but nothing that he cared about. No response was necessary. Jack could use a coffee, though. He got on the intercom. Pele, I would like a cup of coffee. That sounds good, sir. Yes, it does. And can I get cream and sugar in it? I don't see why not. Jack felt important as he sat at his desk in his new chair. He began to slide open each of his desk drawers. The lower left drawer would not open. What the hell is going on here? He picked up his phone. He would have the situation addressed immediately. Hello, maintenance? This is Jack Johnson on the sixth floor corner office. I have a desk drawer that I can't get open. All the drawers should open, sir. Yeah, well, they don't all open. 
It's very frustrating having a new desk with a drawer that won't open. Can you get someone up here to fix it? Yes, we can. Thank you, and don't keep me waiting. Not a problem, sir. We appreciate you. We know that you have done a lot to get where you are. We wish you the best of luck in your new position. It can't be easy being in the hot seat. Please, just do your job. I've got things to do. Jack got off the phone. It was a great feeling to have people working for him. The past 10 years had been a rat race. He had often felt that he had to hide from trouble. Everyone wanted a piece of him. No more. Now he was in control. He didn't have to answer to anybody. Where was that coffee, though? Pele, where is my coffee? I don't know, I haven't seen it. You didn't bring it to me like I asked. Oh, did you ask me to bring you a cup of coffee? I'm sorry, I must have missed that. Missed it, Jack shouted. You miss it again and it will be the last day you work for me. Get me a coffee and be quick about it. I hear you loud and clear. Don't make me ask again. Jack had a couple new emails come in. He said to himself, everybody wants to know what I think. Can't they think for themselves? He decided he didn't need to respond. He walked over to the big window. It was hot in the office. Next to the big window was a smaller double hung window. Jack tried to open it, but it wouldn't budge. You've got to be kidding me, he growled. Where was his coffee? He probably should have made it an iced coffee. He walked out of the office. Pele, did you get my coffee yet? No, Jack. Make it an iced coffee. My office is quite warm, and I didn't see a thermostat. Do you know where it is? Yes, I do. Jack waited a couple of seconds for her to continue, but she didn't. Where is it? It's not in your office. I know that. Then why did you ask me? I didn't ask that. Don't be a smartass. Good. Well, I'm off to the coffee shop. Pele got up abruptly and walked away from Jack. He went back in the office and closed the door. That woman wouldn't be working for him much longer. Man, it was hot. He sat back down in his chair. He tried the stuck drawer once again. It didn't open, so he called maintenance again. Hey, Einstein, I would really like to get my desk fixed. Is there anything else you would like fixed, sir? No, I just want the desk drawer to open. No, wait, the window is also stuck. Get somebody up here to fix it now, is that clear? That must be frustrating. A nice new office and the door won't open, you're stuck inside. The door is fine, it's the window and the drawer that won't open. I know a guy with your experience is going to be in that office for the long haul. Let us know if there is ever anything we can do for you. The phone clicked, but it didn't go dead. Jack heard, yeah, it was him again. He hasn't figured it out yet. Jack heard a burst of laughter. Then the phone did go dead. Jack was sweating. He wasn't wearing a coat, but he unbuttoned his shirt a bit. He tried the window again. No luck. He was having some trouble breathing. He went to the door and put his hand on the knob. Ouch! The doorknob was hot, like it was on fire. He called out, Pele, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I can't open the door. The knob is hot. Oh, my. That can't be good. What did you do? I didn't do anything. 
please open the door. I can't do that. You've already said the knob is hot. Use a towel or a handkerchief to get it open. That is not possible. I'm on my coffee break. I shouldn't even be talking to you. Shut your trap and open the door. There was silence on the other side. Jack began to scream. I said open the door. Open the damn door or you're fired. Open it right now. Jack listened. There was laughter. He pounded on the door. I'm not kidding. Open the door or you'll be fired. No, Mr. Johnson, you can't fire me. I don't work for you. I am above your pay grade. But there is someone who is being fired right now. Can you guess who it is? Don't joke with me. Open this damn door. Jack's hand stung as he hit the door. The door was blistering hot. The whole office was hot. He walked back over to his chair and sat down to think. The chair was hot, too. It was burning him. He tried to get up, but he was stuck to the seat. There, in the corner office, Jack received the rewards for all the things he had done and hadn't done. His new career was red hot. And so was his seat. Thanks for listening to Mr. Bait and Switch, ghost stories to keep you and your organization alive. Remember, to see reflection and discussion questions, go to spacepainter.com. This podcast is brought to you by Resounding Source Audio.